This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back to You Should Watch, a genre TV recap podcast. I am Joe Lipsit, and I'm joined, as always, by Sheree Bohannon. Hey, Joe, hey! Hello. We are talking about Black Summer Season 1, Episode 6, Heist, and we're just going to start off with a content warning, because we do have implied sexual assault in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> It, yeah, I I have so many thoughts when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like despite a couple of qualms that we both have, this continues the recent trend of episodes that are better. I will give you overall, it is better. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we get stuck at trying to do a cool thing, and so we sabotage what could be moving forward more of the story in a way that makes sense and is engaging. Mm-hmm. Because this idea that they, the way they were doing it and the way they're telling this episode would be cool if we were further along, but we're not further along, so it's just kind of frustrating, if that makes sense. Explain why you think it would be better later on, like if we knew who some of these characters were. Yeah, because we finally got the team assembled last episode. Mm-hmm. Nobody, as far as we've seen, has spoken to each other. Right. So we have to fill in the gaps of what they've been doing and planning because they just show up here and it's like, okay, let's run this heist. Let's, we all got a roles to play and we yeah. don't know how they got there because no. clearly one of them was not ready to play her role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this this is an interesting one, right? Because in some ways, it's very high concept. It's heavy on the action. It took me nearly 18 minutes into this approximately 34-ish minute episode to realize that there's basically no dialogue in this entire thing. Like, not only are these characters not talking to each other, they're not talking to anybody. I caught that early on. And again, I if we were further along, I probably wouldn't be as frustrated. But mm-hmm. because I still want to know what our end game is. Because right now we're just kind of doing cool shit. And sometimes we see a zombie. And yeah. I, <laughs> I, I just want more. I want more. And maybe this is just not the show for me. And that's fine and dandy. We live mm-hmm. and we learn. Yeah. We are basically towards the end of the season. We just got where we should be getting spicier. Mm-hmm. And instead of us hitting the gas pedal, we are just like, no, let's break again. But let's show you what we can do with all this cool shit that we <laughs> figured out. And I'm just like, I wonder who your characters are. I want to know what the other's goals are. Like, we just show up here and everybody knows where to go, mm-hmm. who, who to talk to, what everybody's going to be into. And I'm just like, this is... <laughs> I'm not saying I needed to see the whole Ocean's Eleven, let's tell you how we did it. But But I would like a little (laughs) bit, just a little bit to be like, oh, me and -and so-and-so have been in there before. When you get Mm -hmm. in, here's my little crude map I drew you. Because we're all just like running and gunning. And I'm like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you said we hit we hit the brakes on this. And I would say we do in terms of any advancement of the character, like these could literally be nameless figures that we're just following for the course of an episode, because we learn nothing about anybody. But it is a very exciting episode. So you're right, if you're driven by plot and characters, this episode falls completely flat. But if you're looking for really solid direction and exciting action, and yeah, you know, it's a heist with 
all of the details, then that's all going to work for you. But I think that you and I are falling somewhere in the middle where we're like, okay, you can do these high concept things. Like this is very similar to episode three, where we spent the whole episode in the car. And you're like, that's interesting, but it's also not enough of a reason to do it if you're also not going to have any care about the characters. 100%. Like when you do these things, you have to earn them because when you do them and I trust you, I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. when you do them, I'm still getting to know you, even though we're on episode six. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know you and I I don't feel safe here. And Mm -hmm. we, we hit the assault button real early in this episode on top of it being a high concept, low plot character episode. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're throwing too many things at me. And so by the time we get to Sun, who gets like the best chase scene we're probably going to get this season. Right. I'm frustrated. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. But also, I feel like <laughs> this is the moment I'm hanging my hat on. It'd be like, this is why this episode does it for me. Mm-hmm. Well, you you teased it. So let's set the stage. So we open on a rooftop with a couple of guys in military garb. They are obviously there for the long haul because we're seeing sleeping bags. We're seeing food. One of the guys is like cleaning a gun or manning a gun, and the other guy is watching through binoculars as our group of people arrive. And immediately I thought, okay, we knew that there was a heist coming because that's the title of the episode. We talked about this last week. But, you know, I expected at some point to learn, what is this building? Is this a power station? Is this a former factory? Is it a warehouse? Like, what is it? Where are we? Who are these people? And none of those questions will ever get answered. I need to know why we have this place that seems to have a rave in one room, Mm -hmm. a drug den slash sex den in another room, and a bunch of guns. I don't know why... It's a lot. (laughs) Listen, and if that's like the adult play palace, like, just Mm -hmm. tell us, hey, this is what goes on in that building. Yeah, I kind of default assumed. I was like, oh, this is where the kids from the school go when they grow up. Because you're right, it is. It's an adult party palace where we've got any number of vices. But also, it is so easy to get in here. I mean... Would it have been easy for somebody like William to walk in here? Probably not, because it seems like a a space that's dictated by men. I didn't see any women like holding guns or positions of power. So I couldn't help but feel like if you were hot, you were able to get in because they were probably going to assault you or put you to work or something. But like... How do you have people who are clearly there under duress being held against their will like Lance is here, but he's drugged up to high heaven. But then we've also got a bunch of women who are just dancing their ass off in another room. And I'm like, wait, what? Thank you. Because it doesn't make sense. Because the room they put Rose in, we we see people who are passed the fuck out. And we're mm-hmm. like, did they take the drugs on purpose? Are they being drugged for other right. reasons? We don't we know. Don't. <laughs> and then you, have, you see the girl in the corner who's humping somebody. And I'm like, is she a working girl? Or mm-hmm. are they a couple? Are they both just on ecstasy? We, we don't know. We don't know. No. <laughs> um, and so when I saw like everybody just like at the rave later, I'm like, so are all these women in danger? Or are some of them in danger? What mm-hmm. is happening? Because we are not afraid to assault people in whatever this is, play palace is. And so, yeah. again, we we are getting questions that, like, shouldn't be there, but they are there because we're not telling a story in a way that makes it make sense so we can invest in something specific or someone specific yet, is what I feel. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I hoped in the early sections of this episode that 
details were going to be revealed. You know, even if we didn't have characters talking about it, we might get details as we move further through this compound or understood how things were going. But the reality is that you got to let all of those questions go. Like, you're not going to learn how they know about this place. You're not going to know how they know the layout. Because you're right, nearly every single member of our team, like, we are breaking up into pairs and threes. We've got detailed agendas where it's like, you're going to go into that room. You're going to knock that person out or you're going to kill them. You're going to get down into events. You're going to grab that bag. It's like... It is. It is a totally proper heist, but we have no idea how any of the details came together or like how they even knew this place existed. Which is what I find frustrating because like you said, it's it's a very great direction. It's very interesting if you don't want plot and characters, mm-hmm. but it feels like somebody said, I want a heist episode and that's right. why it's here as opposed to we're building towards a heist because... yeah. In in some ways, this would have been a great finale, right? Like, we're building up to this. We know we need to get weapons. We talked about this at the end of last week's episode. We're out in the wild. We don't have a car. We don't have guns. We don't have anything to help protect ourselves. We need resources. Okay, so let's spend episode six. Hey, I know a place, or I heard it from a shady dude. It's across town. Okay, how do we get over there? And so on. But this is literally just dumping us in. I thought... I maybe missed an episode or I wondered if there was an episode and we just got rid of it because it was boring. And then we just jumped straight to this. Same. Because again, we, we got nothing to bridge this. Like Mm-mm. we saw them leaving the diner and we figured they were going to do something or go yep. somewhere. But then it's like, it's the heist that you didn't know we, we planned <laughs> um, to the last minute in every detail. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is weird, but it's tough, right? Because I I was watching this and I'm like, okay, Rose is getting sexually assaulted by this large dude. And you know it's going to happen. Like, we hear it off screen and we focus on Lance's reaction even as he can't really move because he's drugged up. And then we come back to it in a later section, lights out, and we actually get to see it. But the kind of recurring piece in all of the chapter headings is the moment when William turns out the lights and where people are, because they seem to know it's coming, but they're not always in quite the right place or things happen, because that's one of the other slightly frustrating things is because we don't know what this space is or what they're trying to do or where they need to go by certain time points. When zombies randomly start running through some of these spaces, I was like, did the power unlock something? Like, were the zombies already being kept in there or did they just manage to get in? Listen, I <laughs> I, I want to talk about the assault, but also let's talk about the zombies first because right, I have okay. so many rants. We see our new friend, Carmen, who's in that like last clip, not part of the plan and not part of the plan, which is the last title card. We see how the zombies start, but mm-hmm. I don't know how they got to where they got so fast. Because she stabs right. one guy, and all of yes. a sudden, everybody's a zombie. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it takes- Oh, you know what? I didn't even clock that. Okay, that makes sense. Because I was just like, how did they get in here? It never even occurred to me that because she stabs that guy. And again, it's like, we don't fully understand why she even stabbed him in the first place. Because- It looked like they maybe knew each other. He was being forward with her on the dance floor. And then all of a sudden, out comes the switchblade. She stabs him in the neck. 
Exactly. And what I'm worried is we're going to find out if we ever get to talk to this person because we don't know her still. Mm -hmm. I'm worried we're going to find out that he assaulted her and this is their way of bookending that because of what they did to Rose. And I'm like, no, just don't do it. But Mm. while we're in the zombie situation, it took me two watches to figure out what happened to her boyfriend because I heard the gunshot and I was like, did one of the guns in his bag go off? Because that's silly. Oh, (laughs) see, that one I did manage to figure out. I, I figured somebody was just shooting wildly and it got into the vents and then of course he was just collateral damage because again it went from one stabbed person who's about to be a zombie to everybody stabbed and somebody's shooting and i'm like how Mm -hmm. like and again because of the way we want to tell the story we don't get to see that progression and so it just seems like okay we're in pandemonium again finally getting zombies but it how do we get them? Like, mm-hmm, <laughs> and I mm-hmm. hate asking, how do we get the zombies? Because I've been waiting for the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I would have actually been fine with an entire episode with no zombies because I was interested enough in who are these people? What is this place? Why have we decided to do a heist here? Like, I had so many questions. And even at a certain point, you just understand we're not going to get any answers. You got to go along with this. This is just an action episode. And if you can accept it, that's fine. If not, you're going to have problems. But I just, I kept finding new questions that I was interested in. I wanted answers for. And the problem is, is this show has told us now repeatedly, it is not going to give us answers. And it sends me because my first thought when I saw everything they went through and the people they've lost to get these guns, which they only have one bag now, mm-hmm. why not just go to a gun store? You seem to be in a small town. You know, there's a few gun stars. <laughs> they might sit with the Walmart, depending on what it's set. Like, <laughs> this is America is what I'm assuming. Maybe it's somewhere in Canada and I'm just me. But if it's in America, <laughs> guns are not hard to get. They're too easy. Yes, in real life, for sure, for sure. And of course, any guns or ammo store... If it's anything like the convenience store that we saw in Lance's episode, then it would be very easy to get. Right? Because <laughs> it would still be fully stocked. Right? And I'm just like, I, there were other ways of doing this from what I know. And if there's no other ways, somebody needs to be like, there's no other way. These people mm-hmm. in this like adult palace have stolen all the guns in town. We've heard on the radio because X, Y, and Z. And I'll yeah. be like, okay, exposition, but let's get here. Sure. Because <laughs> right now we're just like out here being like, I want an episode in a car and I want one in a diner and I want mm-hmm. one in an adult play palace. And I'm like, but why? <laughs> yeah, it does seem very much driven by what is a cool thing that we can set an episode in and then we break it up by arbitrary chapter titles and then we maybe have characters that we have named go through them right and i don't i don't understand the reasoning yet and i keep hoping that like there's going to be something towards the end where it all clicks and it's like Mm -mm. this was the overall theme and i'm just a dummy i would love that i don't see it coming I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to encourage you to let go of that dream right now because (laughs) nothing about these first six episodes has confirmed that anything like it will happen. Right? Because literally, we've not seen Lance in two episodes and now Mm -hmm. he's here on the floor drugged up. And I'm not going to lie. I was like, is he drugged because of his own volition or did somebody Mm -hmm. drug him? Yeah, it's when we see him. So we we see him in the second section, which is where Rose starts to get sexually assaulted, which is called Decoy. And the title heading and the fact that Lance was there suggested to me that that was actually how they knew about this space. Like, it seemed as though they knew Lance had been taken here, even though we've not seen Lance as part of this group since the school, which was episode four. So I... 
I don't know. Like, I wasn't sure if this was just a shorthand where we were meant to put it together. Oh, if people get taken, they're going to get taken to the foundry or the paramilitary adult playground building. Uh, and, you know, Rose somehow seems to know, okay, I'm a an attractive woman, so they're going to focus on me. They're probably going to lock me up and then I can grab Lance because we definitely like she clocks him when he starts to protest and then she makes all this effort to carry his dead weight ass out of this building. <laughs> right. And again, like if that's part of their plan is to get him. Okay. Mm -hmm. But again, we have to fill in all these blanks ourselves. And no. I don't know. I don't know if we're right. I don't know if we're wrong. I don't know if they know. Like <laughs> I, I feel lost at sea. And I don't like that feeling because it's, it's one thing to be confused and feel like it's building somewhere and going somewhere. And right. so you can just enjoy the ride. But I, I'm not enjoying the ride, as I keep saying, mm -hmm. which is sad because I started out with so much hope for this show. I was like, yes, zombies. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. cast. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> and every episode, they kick me in the face like I'm Charlie Brown. And I'm like, well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, is there anything about this episode that you liked or that we still want to touch on? I think Sun was the highlight because- okay. That crawlspace chase scene was definitely a moment. It was good. Yeah. It, it was. And watching the second time let me enjoy it more because I wasn't... <sighs> right. You could just enjoy it because you knew where and what was not going to be revealed. Exactly. Because, again, the way the Rose situation was handled, and again, I'm, that's going to be a whole thing. Um, mm -hmm. But the way it was handled... It made it hard to, like, move on with everybody else because you're just like, she's being assaulted in that other room. And yeah. we're supposed to just go along with the rest of this plan and this, like, cool direction idea. And it's like, no, that's one of the things that frustrates me about filmmakers. And it's primarily straight, cis, male filmmakers, primarily. There's always some underliers out there. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> is they just, like, casually will drop in an assault and be like, ah, and when you do that, that's where the focus is for a lot of us, for wherever we are at um, in our lives. We yeah. are with that moment. And so whatever you're doing is bullshit until <laughs> we know what's happened with that. Um, and maybe even if we do not happen with that, we're not okay after. Because again, for why? What was the reason? We are in this zombie apocalypse. All this cool shit's going down. All these like high concepts are going down. And we're like, we need to bring in some rape. For who? Mm -hmm. For why? Yeah, it's always just a benchmark to highlight, oh, this will give you a sense of what the character is, right? So, oh, we know these dudes must be real shit because they're locking women up, they're subjecting them to sex work against their will, and they're also sexually assaulting women. And you're like, there were other ways you can do that. Like, it, I don't know. I don't know if there was ever a time when it was justified, but it feels so incredibly lazy nowadays. And yes. I, like, I knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, sure, he's going to fucking hate that. And then I Ooh. thought, you know what? I fucking hate that too. It's so lazy. The second he started groping Rose, mm -hmm. I was like, oh no. And then I yeah. made a note, nine or three minutes later, here's the assault. And we, right. uh, I'm just going to go ahead and walk through that before I get into all my other rants and tangents. <laughs> so. <laughs> In that, in that moment where he comes back for her and we cut to Lance, I right. was really worried we were going to Game of Thrones it, where we focus on the man who has to watch, which is also a thing okay. we don't need. I, mm -hmm. There's so many ways of not doing this, but if you're going to do it, how about we don't be like, oh, it's so hard for him having to watch what she's going through. Because right. we had that conversation. And I was like, if we do that in this fucking show, so help me. <laughs> I'm writing a letter <laughs> to a manager tonight. <laughs> but, <laughs> 
we we skirted past that but we did leave her begging to not be assaulted and then mm-hmm. we're like you're all fine and I'm like we're not all fine um <laughs> and mm-hmm. so when we come back and we see it go down and we're supposed to assume she went along with this plan and changed her mind i guess maybe question marks or i think she thought i think she was expecting what happens when they first come in and you know he touches her boobs he touches her butt i think she thought that was going to happen and she was okay with it but all of a sudden when you get put into a locked cell and then this guy who looks about double to triple your size is in there with you and no one else can help you it's a whole different ball game Yes, and we not because she's had any lines recently because she, I don't mm-hmm. think she's spoken in like two three episodes, but <laughs> like, we we know she's going through it, and so she's not stable, and so like to put mm-hmm. her in that situation feels disrespectful. And again, there are so many things you can do to a person that is not assault. I feel right. like we've established we have all these zombies, we have all these assholes out here, and it feels double rude because we just got away from the MAGA guy mm-hmm. who managed to be the MAGA guy without using like the slurs and things that are off-putting and upsetting, where I would have been like, I can't finish this. Right. Um, and so we had an episode where we did something very smartly, and then we had an episode where we just got very sloppy and lazy, and I'm just like, that's mm-hmm. not fair. I, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not my favorite part of this episode. No. And I, it makes me wonder what else is going to happen. Because again, I was like, I really appreciate the way we handled that because it's more interesting. Like they did in the last episode with the MAGA dude. It's more Mm -hmm. interesting to show the microaggressions and the subtle ways that these things are insidious as opposed to being like, ha ha, here's a dick in her face. I Mm -hmm. am so fucking mad. (laughs) And (laughs) I, I think that that is a thing that really sends me because on some level, it's what a lot of people use in the discourse to be like, I'm not a bad person because I didn't do this. And it's like, right. but microaggression Monday is because of you, Mindy. And so like, you still are <laughs> a bad person just because you didn't go all out with the hard R doesn't mean you're not a racist. Right. Yeah. My hope is that like most of the stories and episodes in the show, we're going to pick back up in episode seven and we're not even going to be here anymore. We're just going to be in a brand new location. I mean, does that mean that we shouldn't then address what Rose has gone through? Um, I don't have any faith in this show, but they will. Literally. I, this is one of the few shows I can't wait to be done with. Like when we're done with the season, I'm going to just be like, never happened. (laughs) Men in black erased. Um (laughs) But what about the last two episodes? It could redeem everything. I really hope so. But again, I just, I've lost confidence, which is sad because again, I was pro zombies, pro chaos. And Mm -hmm. somewhere along the way, they are like, ha ha. (laughs) And now I'm just like, but why? Yeah, it's wild. I honestly, I can quite honestly say I have never watched a show like this. Take that as a good thing if you will, but I've never met a show that was so disinterested in characters or plot. It feels almost like somebody's outline that they started filming before they finished the story. Because as somebody who's written a few plays and would like to write for TV, I've been working on making myself at least like map things out a little bit more, whether that's like a legitimate outline or whether that's like a little storyboard with some crude figures is sometimes it's just good to be like, here's where my things need to be. Here's what Mm -hmm. needs to be happening in this scene. And it feels like we have, these are things that need to be accomplished in this episode. These are the objectives, but also we're not going to make it interesting. And we're not going to like make the characters figure it out. They're just going to happen. Yeah. It's a wild too, because 
it would have been so easy to make a few alterations in this episode to improve it. Like I was thinking, you know, we've got Abram Cox is the director, but he's also one of the three writers, including John Himes that we've talked about before. He's the guy who's directing or or contributing a lot of episodes. And then uh, Carl Schaefer is the other writer. So three writers on this episode. Not sure how, but okay. Um, I think visually... It's really good looking like there's a bunch of stuff. I don't always understand the geography of this space. And it would have been very easy to have even had like a map. And we zoom in on the map when we're following Sun and William in one part or we go to Spears in another part just so that we can orient how far apart are they. Like there were points where they just randomly burst outdoors and they're outside. And I thought, hmm, that was surprisingly easy. How come there's nobody standing at these check marks or anything like that? Apparently, the adult palace had one guard, and so right. once you distract him with a girl, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And I'm right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how hard would it have been to open this episode with two to three minutes of them just saying, okay, here we are at the place. This is the plan. Does everybody know what they need to do? And then, yeah, just cut out the sexual assault. You could, I think you could keep the part where Rose gets groped going in just to say, these dudes sucked just in case you hadn't figured it out. And then we could have had some of that other stuff where it's like, it's implied we're glancing by it as we go, but we're not relishing in it. Exactly. Because we, at the end of the day, we have three women left in this group of seven or eight people. I keep losing count because it's too many. And we kill one, (laughs) we gain one, and I'm just, I'm done. Um, (laughs) We have three women in this group and you won't let Sun communicate with people. (laughs) rose stopped speaking and now we're like assaulting her and then Mm -hmm. you have this other one who we we don't know and we don't Mm -mm. we know that her moral compass is wonky because she was gonna throw sun out to the zombie the episode beforehand and now we're all friends and i'm like i feel like another conversation we've missed (laughs) right (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i'll be curious to know if we have a conversation now that her boyfriend manny is dead Is she going to still trust this group? Is she still going to fit in? Or knowing the show, Carmen will just be dead next episode. (laughs) And also her boyfriend's dead because of her actions. Mm -hmm. Right. Will we ever mention that? Probably not. But I think that that is something that I would, as a character, I would want that character to know you got your boyfriend killed. Right. Yep. Uh, in any other show, we could expect that that would be a secret or a dangling plot thread that would come out and it would change the course of relationships or the direction the show would go in. I don't know, man. I I guess we'll find out next week when we talk about episode seven. I also still want to know why we're holding on to Lance because I, he could have been dead <laughs> two, three times by now and each time he's alive and I, I'm not I, mad at this actor. I just don't right, know this character's purpose. This character. <laughs> I mean, I did love the fact, you know what? Hey, at least he cared enough about Rose to try to protest. He could not help her because he could barely move. But I did think it was hilariously funny that we joked about how ineffectual he was during the school episode and then his own episode. And now here he is like, Rose, I need you to carry me out of this facility. (laughs) Lance, how are you surviving these situations? (laughs) Her carrying him out is basically handing the zombies delivery. Like, is she Uber Eats? Mm -hmm. I just, because he's, again, not long for this world. He's made it much further than he should have. Indeed. Yeah. I will be so surprised if we make it out of season one with him still alive. 
But if he... I mean, I I would also be not surprised to find out he's the only character who survives. <laughs> I just I I don't know, Joe. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. Let's um let's move on. Trey, if people want to talk to you about any number of ways they could have strengthened this episode, how would they get in touch? Oh, my DMs are open for that. And you can find me at <laughs> Mish Ray <laughs> on all the things, <laughs> including Twitter. Ooh. Where they find you, Joe? You can reach me at Beast on my remote, and that's the letter B. And of course, if you want to complain or jeer or celebrate both of us at once, you can reach the show at you should underscore watch. And we will thank the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network for hosting the show. Even though, gosh, I I wonder if anybody's like, Ugh, who wants to tune in and listen to these two complain about this fucking show every week? But <laughs> you know what? If you're here, we love you. Thank you for doing Black Summer because we know it's a chore. <laughs> it, hopefully, we're kind of making it entertaining. I don't know, but um. Two episodes left. The episodes are getting shorter, so yay! A win. I I think for all of the issues with the show, I think that it's important to have valid criticism, and that's what we're doing mm -hmm. here. We're not just being like, it's garbage, LOL. We're mm -hmm. like, here's where you lost me. <laughs> Could you please find me? <laughs> yes, I, I am lost, like the characters are lost in this facility. Please come and find me. <laughs> I am a Harold Perrineau right now, and I just... <laughs> <laughs> just want somebody to point me in the right direction. Is, oh where are we? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Noah, we, we are Harold Perrineau in the season two opener when he is trapped in that tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that episode when we were watching From Me Trapped in the Whale, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with that feeling. So I just no. Yeah. <laughs> Tramp it down. Tramp it down. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> Scream Pod Squad.